You're listening to a podcast from Newstalk ZB. Follow this and our wide range of podcasts now on iHeartRadio. Oh, g'day there, and welcome to the rewrap for Friday. All the best bits from the Mike Hosking breakfast on News Talk ZB in a sillier package. I am Glenn Hart, and for the last time this year, uh, we're going to talk about the Warriors. I know, I know, it's not even league season, and we're talking about the Warriors. We'll mark the week because even though it is the last show of the year, it's also a Friday, and that's what we do. Uh, we need to do uh, discuss uh, Mike. We need to discuss Mike. And uh, also drinking habits. I think those two might be connected. But before any of that, uh, yeah, so uh, GDP nightmare yesterday, just as Hosk predicted. Well, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. If you listen to this program for any period of time, the headline you saw on the Herald yesterday would make you scratch your head. The headline read, shock as GDP falls 0.3%. What shock? Just yesterday, we had Westpac who saw a fall of 0.1%. We have said consistently this country is in recession. And by that, I mean the Q3 number confirmed yesterday and the state we're currently in in Q4. My only reservation, as I said several times this week, my only reservation is around immigration and whether its heft holds us up enough at the moment to avoid a true recession when we get those Q4 numbers next year. But immigration was booming, if you think about it, back in July, August and September. Didn't save us then. And the mix of funk and reality has well and truly set in since then. Yes, we've got a change of government, thank God, and with it a little bit of hope. But you can't hide from the simple reality that the Reserve Bank, having pumped the place with cash, has now whacked the brakes on so hard, the mortgage will kill you. If you sell stuff offshore, your returns are down in volume and price. Tourism is way too slow on the bounce back, once again, because of the Labour border policy. Students aren't back either, same story. The debt is crippling us. The current account out this week, it's a joke. The Auditor General's report into the billions in waste exposes the calamitous mess Labour got us into. What part of this story have you not heard numerous times on this programme? Which is not to bag the economists or the forecasters, but I said the same thing during COVID. You can be a bit expert. You can be a bit microscopic. You can have too many spreadsheets and overthink stuff. Try the real world for a while. The supermarket. A few tradespeople around at your house. Some kids looking to make their way in the world. You soon see and feel what's really going on. Further, I've told you about inflation over and over. We're stuck. Yes, it may, may be falling slightly, but not enough. We will have less than zero growth. We will be in recession. We are in recession with elevated interest rates all of next year. We are in deep trouble. Shock! It's been a freight train of fiscal ineptitude coming down the track for the past two years. The thing that has amazed me over over this week especially is the number of people who've uh, emailed and texted into the show uh, thanking Mike for his inspiration. Um, and it's it's given them the, you know, the, the oomph to keep going. And I feel like all he's been telling them is doom and gloom and how the world's about to end. The rewrap. So yeah, he was he was bang on about that. Uh, what else has he been predicting lately? Morning Mike, love listening to you each morning and how about the Warriors next year's our year? Exciting stuff, yes it is exciting stuff and I was watching uh, RTS yesterday, he'll be adding to the, um, the, the only thing that the Fenua Blake thing bugs me, it really irks me and I know that you know things unfold and it is what it is, I get it but um, that's a shame. Uh, Harris DeVita's back I was watching him yesterday. He seems like a very well-grounded young man, doesn't he? Sort of to, to be, to have the wherewithal to sort of pull yourself out of the game, do a little bit of travelling, end up in Samoa, do a little bit of farming, and then just, you know, because he's, he's not like he's old, and then come back and get into it with a better headspace. I think that's that's impressive. So he'll add to the uh, weaponry. Yeah, so Mike tried to claim that he was only wrong once this year. 
Um, but I feel like when he said, this is our year, and he, I think he said it quite a few times with the Warriors, he was a little bit off the mark because it wasn't quite their year, was it? I mean, you know, they did all right. So he's hoping that prediction really comes true. I think he, he might have not been completely accurate with his whole Winston around the election thing either. The rewrap. One thing he always gets right, though, is Mark the Week, uh, even when I don't. Time now to Mark the Week. Little piece of news in current events that's as popular as an Auckland refugee arriving on Memorial Ave and saying, man, Christchurch looks good. Uh, Christchurch 8. Christchurch is in a really exciting position right now. Mm-hmm. Really the New Zealand City of the Year, if you think about it. I mean, Sale GP back for more, having watched Auckland drop the ball yet again and the beneficiary of 11,000 new arrivals who chose it over everywhere else. Immigration, six. I mean, on balance, new people are good people and more people is good news. 120,000-ish, though, probably too many, and my fear is, one, there are not enough of the right skills, and two, too many New Zealanders, particularly young New Zealanders, are going the other way. A 90-day trial, seven. Movement at last from the new government. Car fee bait, seven. Why is it a shame? Uh, practical and saves money. EV uptake has accelerated with a with some form of incentive. Mm, FPAs seven, biggest joke from the lot. All the whinges this week, given there haven't been a single one of them passed. Not a single FPA has been passed. Smoking three. <laughs> if you smoke, that's on you. It's not the government's fault. Let's try. Let's try a little bit harder, shall we, to break the crutch or the belief, if not the obsession, that a government is responsible for everything and everyone. Europe, six. First in the world with collective AI rules this week. I've got no idea whether they'll work, but it, um, you know, marks for having a crack. Gas, four. The report that says we'll be short of the stuff by 2025, do you think that has something to do with the fact we're not looking for it? Uh, John Ryan, eight. The Auditor General's report into shovel-ready waste sets news lows around a government that really should be banished from public office in the checkbook forever. COP28, five. Ran to overtime, forgot about the Pacific Islands, then rolled out the usual dribble about it being historic. See you next year. Uh, the Inter-Island of four. The best thing they ever did was hire the Waratahs to sing that song. Those were the days. Anastasia Palaszczuk too. Another COVID runaway. Locked the place down, terrorised the locals, saw an election next year, ran for the hills. Now, where have we... Um, where have I heard that story before? Chris Hipkins, seven... Funniest story of the week, telling the Herald how as Prime Minister you need to read everything and be on top of it all because you never know what you're going to get asked. I didn't read much of the news over the weekend. Were you busy? Or? Yeah, I had a few things on. <laughs> it never gets old. Napui 4. Is a 2,000-page report really as productive or progressive as, um, oh, I don't know, opening your own new hotel? Speed limit 7. <laughs> More common sense this week. By way, by the way, you've got to remember the Welsh First Minister didn't get covered here, but the Welsh First Minister quit uh, because his popularity's tanked after he dropped all the speed limits in Wales. Join the dots. The year, nine. I had a ball, personally. I mean, we've won some awards. We've got some new listeners. Remain the biggest game in town. Been to London to see the King and marked our 15th year. I mean, how good's that? And that's the week. Copies on the website. And if you take four of these, by the way, screw them up really, really tightly and stuff them up your turkey, you'll be amazed the flavour on Christmas Day. Yeah, I was a bit ambitious there trying to squeeze a, a pause of inner turmoil into Mark the Week. I probably should have warned him about that. But that's the magic of Mark the Week. I don't tell him what sound effects I'm going to put in and he doesn't tell me whether he's going to leave enough room for them or not. And sometimes it works and sometimes it's a big mess. Oh, well. 90% of parenting is just thinking about when you can have a break. 
and when you do take a break, enjoy the Parenting Hangover podcast. They go together like a tutu and jandals. We've said from the get-go, we ain't parenting experts. No. But it's cool to hear, what is your neighbour doing? What do they say? A problem shared is a problem halved. Oh, that's good. Not that my children are problems, a, but I feel better talking about it. The Parenting Hangover with Clinton Jordan. New episodes every Thursday on iHeartRadio or wherever you get your podcasts. So, yes, as I was saying earlier, we've had a lot of correspondence this week of people just telling Mike how much they love Mike. Um, it, it, it's, in fact, it's got to the level, it's almost as much as Mike loves Mike. A Merry Christmas to you, Mike. Best in the world broadcaster. Love your work, love your humour, love your witty intelligence. I think um, Kerry will like that text. There was a suggestion from Kerry and her producer that I might have spent too much time this morning talking about myself. And until they pointed that out... Like it, just this morning? <laughs> that was my point. It hadn't even occurred to me that I was busy talking to myself about myself. Thank you, Mike. I, so then they dis- discussed the possibility of me carrying on after nine o'clock and taking some more texts about me, and then I can you know, have some phone calls, and they'll take a bit of talk back about how good I am, stuff like that. And they could fill their morning up. It would be brilliant. Mike, love your show. It's our morning ritual to turn the radio on at six o'clock. What's the key to your confident honesty? That's a very good question. Well, it's a total lack of self-doubt. When you live in Mike Hosking world, why would you ever think to yourself, oh, I might be wrong. Uh, maybe I do need glasses. Maybe they are a thing. Maybe I should go to Specsavers. You know, that sort of thing. The rewrap. Right. Uh, now, it turns out our, our level of reported hazardous drinking has, has really nosedived, which is... Great news, I suppose. Yeah, Mike, legally under 18 cannot be in a licensed premise without a parent or legal guardian on the premise uh, with a parent, but you can legally buy them a drink even if you're five years old, so you're fine having a drink at home. I sort of knew that, but you know. Please tell me she wasn't drinking it out of a flute. Funnily enough, she was. Ah, Mike! Precisely. Have you learned nothing from this Well, week? no, I'm, try- I'm trying. You know, we start her on the alcohol, then we'll get to the appropriate glass where I thought that would be the approach that uh, we take. Uh, Mike, you don't like low-carb beer. Uh, there's great low alcohol options. That's not true. There are no great low alcohol options. That what I've discovered in life is the originals are the originals for a very good reason, and that's why we like them. And then when you go to imitations, that's why they are pale, pale imitations. Simple as that. Mike, you're bloody good at what you do. Very big thank you, um, Kate. You're nice to say so. Is, there, is it wrong of me to confess that the main reason I choose one drink over another is due to the alcohol content? Very can much you, so. Can you say that at 6.45 a.m.? Sort of that, thing you say all the time. I mean, that's the great thing about stout. You know, you, you get 6%, 7%, 8%, up into double figures if you get a really good one. Who cares what it actually tastes like? Um, there's a weird story, this. So so it's it's people reporting hazardous drinking, their hazardous drinking. Who's going to report their own hazardous drinking? Why would you do that? Anyway... Has my voice got a bit weird? It has, hasn't it? It's got a bit weird at the end of the podcast, at the end of the year. It must be tired to have a few weeks off. And it will be quite a few. Not my fault, it's the bosses. Uh, I'll be back here on the 22nd. See you then. The Rewrap. The Rewrap. For more from Newstalk ZB, listen live, on air or online. And keep our shows with you wherever you go with our podcasts on iHeartRadio.